You're listening to the best of the day. I say you the, you the best. Halford and Bruff. Good morning, Vancouver 601 on a Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. It's Halford. It is Bruff. It is Sportsnet 650. We are coming to you live from the Sportsnet 650 studios in beautiful Fairview Slopes in Vancouver. Jason, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Andy Cole is here. The A-Dog is in studio. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Say words now. Very good. Lena yes. Satagin is here as well. Hello, Lena. That's Mrs. Garbage Water. That's Mrs. Garbage Water. That's right. I forgot about that nickname. Uh, we are back. I am back. Jason, welcome back. Even though you were here last week with another, with a different he was, co-host. He was uh, excellent. By we the will way. not say his name. Jamie Dodd. We just said his name. I, I already miss him. I've, n- I've never seen Bruff so happy, I got to say. It yeah. was really incredible. We just, we just had a great relationship. There was a lot of respect in the room. Uh, now there's zero respect both ways, but welcome back anyway. Thanks. I hope you had a good extra week of vacation. We are back for the week, and then we're off to vacation again. Because you, because you earned it. Yeah, Andy yeah. astutely <laughs> pointed that out on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> After a week of work, they are now taking another week of vacation. But before we do that, we have a big show that we need to get to. Before we do any of that, I need to tell you, Halford and Bruff in the Morning is brought to you by the Delari family of Acura dealers. Experience the Delari difference today by visiting your nearest Delari Acura dealer Today, hour one of this program is brought to you by Avenue Machinery. Build your company to win with Kubota from Avenue Machinery. I mentioned we have a big show. I was not lying. We do, in fact. Uh, at 6.30, Dan Shulman, play-by-play voice of the Toronto Blue Jays, is going to join us. Jays failed to sweep the Yankees, although they did win three of four, uh, finishing off that series with a loss yesterday. We'll talk to Dan about that. Remember, Jason, a few weeks ago, before we went on vacation, we had uh, Buck Martinez on the program, and I asked him, Buck, am I crazy? Am I crazy to think that maybe, just maybe, that the Jays, who are 11 games back of the Yankees, could maybe close the gap and chase the Yankees down? Now hey, they're only hey, eight hey, games hey, back. Hey, hey, you can't start bragging about this stuff until it's legitimately a possibility. They made for up that three to games happen. in a month. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Dan Shulman's going to join it's us. It's not going to happen. They're not catching the Yankees. Dan Shulman's going to join us at 6 30 to talk about the Jays. 7 o'clock, Jason Mackey's going to join us from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. He had a really interesting column over the weekend about. Uh, Canucks general manager Jim Rutherford, specifically the reasons why Jim Rutherford abruptly left the Penguins back in 2020. Remember, they were about seven games into the season, and then Rutherford up and left, and it was a very notable departure, and he never really addressed it prior to. So we're going to get Jason on the show at 7 o'clock to talk about what Jim Rutherford said as to why he made that very abrupt departure from Pittsburgh, and then eventually joined, of course, the Vancouver Canucks as the president of Hockey Ops. 7.30, Julio Caravetta is going to join us. Talking BC Lions, I wish it was under better circumstances, but for those that missed it yesterday, uh, Nathan Rourke, the best player in the Canadian Football League this year, starting quarterback for the Lions, probably done for the year. Slight chance that he might be back late in the season, but a Frank injury, and Jason did some diligent research he'll tell you about later on Lisfranks. That's It's named after a, uh, a uh, an old French doctor in Napoleon's Army. I'm not even joking. I know that might be true. I'm not. No, it's, it is 100 percent true. It might be true. I did so much research on this Liz Frank. Liz Frank. L- Liz Frank. Liz, Liz Frank. Liz Frank. That's injury. my wife. Liz Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Liz Frank injury. Uh, and the Liz Frank. The Liz Frank. Stop, both of you, please. Uh, no, he wasn't German. We have bad news, Nathan. The Liz Frank. Is the problem. Again, I agree with Jason. He's not German. We shouldn't be making light of this. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> it's just so... It's just so... It's so Vancouver sports, though, right? It's so Vancouver sports. a German sports. doctor no. who had a French surname no, the, decided to show the up? The sports oh. luck. Okay. The sports luck. Or lack thereof. I had people texting me 
They're like, I finally uh, decided to watch a Lions game because I'd heard so much about this Nathan Rourke guy, and he's done for the season. I was like, taking my dad to I, his first ever game on Friday, and guess what happens? You get to yeah. see Michael O'Connor, though. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so uh, Julio Carabetta is going to join us at 7.30 to talk about the Lions. 8 o'clock, Cam Robinson, he, of course, the director of film scouting for Elite Prospects. We'll talk to him about the World Juniors. That's a wrap. Canada wins gold over the weekend, 3-2 overtime win against the Finns. Very dramatic. There's a lot to get into there as well. Uh, there are a few sporting events on the horizon this evening. Falcons, Jets, Monday Night Football preseason action. Little Mountain, yes, Little Mountain Baseball. The pride of Canadian Little League Baseball down at the Little League World Series. They're 2-0 and after wins over Australia and Japan. They take on Mexico today. Uh, that's at 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock our time. And then finally, right, or not right after, but shortly after this show is done, big clash in the Premier League. It's Liverpool and a hapless Man United. United could start the season 0-3 if they lose today against well, Liverpool. Well, Liverpool hasn't won yet either. No, Liverpool's drawn both matches. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's big for Liverpool. It's even bigger for Man United. So that's what's happening on the program today. Uh, A-Dog, a dog. Let's tell everybody what happened. Hey, did you guys see the game last night? No. no. What happened? I missed all the action because I was... We know how busy your life can be. What happened? You missed that? What happened? All due respect to the Canadians and the World Juniors, we are going to begin with the British Columbia Lions. Yes, CFL talk to lead off your morning here on the Halford & Bruff Show on Sportsnet 650. Not good news. I don't really know if there's any other way to present this other than this is a huge blow. Nathan Rourke is going to be done. And again, while not playing German and or French doctors here on the Halford & Bruff Show, it sounds like he may be done for the remainder of the season with a Liss Frank sprain. Not a fracture, but a sprain that will require surgery and will keep him out for an extended period of time. That injury happened in what was a great night, a 28-10 win over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders over the weekend to push the Lions to 8-1. But all that is forgotten now because Nathan Rourke is out. And in a statement, the Lions said the club remains hopeful that the surgery and subsequent rehab will open the door for a return late in the season. But I think the key word there is hopeful. Um you hear people talking about this injury. Uh, it is not an injury that you can rush the recovery of. And a few of the things I read based on athletes that have had it is actually, if you rush this, you're running a, a real risk. I'm talking about rushing the recovery. Sure. You're running a real risk of it becoming a chronic problem. And Nathan Rourke is 24 years old. He's got a bright future in, in the game. I don't think he's going to want to rush things um i realize that people will want him back but man it's it's a pretty tight timeline um so michael o'connor is going to start a quarterback on friday against the saskatchewan rough riders and that's a game that i'm sure the lines were hoping for a big crowd for uh the rough riders Andy are going to take his dad i'm i've got tickets uh the rough riders are always um a, a, a decent dry at bc place uh, the lines were starting to really gain some momentum in this market, and that now it's you know Nathan Work is done for the season. It's just like I'm dev- I'm 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 I won't say devastated, but I'm really disappointed. Like the, yeah. the Lions had this momentum, and they were finally getting some good publicity, and there was finally you know not just us on the radio talking about oh is it ever going to get better? How can they do it? Build a new stadium? Like all the same old conversations like well, they got the cheaper tickets or you know like well, the food at bc place is terrible we actually had something else to talk about with this team 
And I don't want to say that Vancouver sports, like it's typical Vancouver sports moment, but it kind of feels like it's like, this is what the Lions wanted, right? They, 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 they wanted this star quarterback. They wanted an, they wanted an attraction to draw fans that wasn't just gimmicks or whatever. It was a legitimate homegrown star Canadian quarterback. And now he's probably done for the season. And it's just, bleh. yeah. Okay. There's two things that I wanted to get into one. And I've heard this enough times now that I think it's appropriate to bring up, even if it might be a tad unfair, Lauren and Comox texted it into the Dunbar lumber text line at 650, 650. He writes, maybe lions head coach, Rick Campbell might finally realize that giving Rourke quote unquote, more reps when they have been up huge in the fourth quarter, instead of giving the reins to O'Connor and allowing him to throw some passes, as Farhan Farhan Lalji and many other people have suggested wasn't a very intelligent coaching move. There was, I look, I saw this enough times, and it was very reminiscent to the Friday Night Lights. Remember when Booby Miles gets hurt? And the, the, the one guy looks up at the scoreboard, and they're up huge in the fourth quarter. And it's like, why was he in there? I don't understand. Maybe why, if, if you've got the best player in the league, and, and a guy that is so pivotal to your success, I don't know if he necessarily needs to be okay. in a game Maybe that was completely out of the way. Maybe he doesn't, but okay. it, was, it wasn't a 40-point game. No, it no, wasn't. No. It was bad luck. I'm not going to sit there and put that on Rick Campbell. It was bad luck. It was an injury that happened to your, your quarterback. Um, in that game, I, I, I wasn't sitting there going, when is Nathan Moore going to be out of there, right? It's the CFL. Things can happen really quickly. I'm just saying I heard it and I saw it enough I've places. I've heard it too. Yeah. We're, all looking, we're all looking to blame someone for something. Yes, you know, and I think this the reality is it's just bad luck. It's just when you when you play quarterback in professional football, sometimes you get hurt. And this case, it happened with Nathan Rourke. You know, we all wish we had a time machine, and Rick Campbell could take Nathan Rourke out, but he doesn't, and that's the way it is. Um, Nathan Rourke is also trying to get reps in the CFL. He's a rookie quarterback, right? He's still trying to learn the game, so any more reps that he can get are good as well. So listen, what do the Lions do now? Does Michael O'Connor have a shot to, I'm sure he has a shot to win a, a few games in limited action. Mm-hmm. He's looked um, capable, Yeah, certainly not starring, but it is interesting that the Lions are like, ah, what about the other Canadian quarterback? Let's try him now. Let's try him now. I'm of glad course, you brought Michael O'Connor up. played uh, at, at UBC. Um, so UBC Thunderbirds uh, fans might might know about him, but why why are you glad I brought this up? Uh, I'm glad you brought this up because the other thing is that O'Connor doesn't come in and just replace the BC Lions starting quarterback. Uh, he's going to try and replace the best player in the CFL this season. Like it wasn't really even close when you go through all the punditry and listen to everyone that's been covering the league through the first ten weeks. Uh, Rourke's been the best player, and he's the MOP. Like, without question. Yep. Like, he's been the leading... I think yep. he's won Player of the Week three of... Or, I think, three of the first five weeks in the league. And the crazy part is, is that historically, he was having an unbelievable season. Like, I did not realize that he was on pace to have one of the greatest touchdown passing seasons in CFL history. And this is a big deal, because you've talked about this in the past. This league has not had really awesome quarterback play over the last few years. Look at the league now. Who is there, it? There's still not many great quarterbacks. No. Every team except for maybe Winnipeg has QB issues, right? And now the Lions have them too. Uh, so we'll talk more about that with Julio Caravada at 730, mm-hmm. uh, another Canadian quarterback.
Julio Caravada. He's a third stringer now. Um, so the World Juniors. I think everyone knows by now that Canada won gold again at the World Juniors. And I don't know about you, Mike, but uh, I listened to the game. I did not listen to it. You listened to it on your ham radio, is that correct? Uh, no, they you can stream the, the, the radio call on your phone now. And so oh. they have these things called Bluetooth speakers. And I have one on my golf bag. And I was kind of following along the score while I was on the- You have a Bluetooth speaker on your golf bag? Yeah, just a little mini one. On the golf bag, like attached to it? Yeah, it's a little it's a little clip-on. Guys, let's not get uh, bogged down with the details of what I have <laughs> on my golf bag here. We're talking about uh, the World Juniors. So I, 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 uh, I was um, following along on my phone the score, and then all of a sudden the Finns tied it up. I'm like, oh, okay, so it's 2-2 in the third. And so I listened to the rest of that game on my phone, and when when the play-by-play guy said Mason McTavish made an incredible defensive play, I was kind of like, yeah, okay, like mm-hmm. it was, you know, he's probably overreacting a little bit because it's overtime and three on three, and then you- Canada went and won the gold medal. And after my round was over, I went and checked the video of that Mason McTavish play, and I could not believe my eyes. Wasn't it insane? What? What a moment. I, I had this moment where I was like, ah, I probably should have been watching that live on TV <laughs> instead of you know, shooting 84 on the golf course. So It was pretty incredible. Um, yeah, it was. And I think, you know, I, I think that ranks up there as the, the, the greatest play in World Juniors history. I think I would put that above Jordan Eberle's gold, uh, tying goal against the Russians. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was so clutch. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> the most clutch play I've ever seen. It was incredible. The fact that it happened in overtime and then shortly thereafter, Canada goes down on an odd man rush of its own and Kent Johnson scores a pretty nice goal himself. Yeah. Uh, what a great win for Canada. Uh, the tournament as a whole was, it was a summer tournament that looked like a makeup tournament that people weren't very interested in, but that Canada was the first wins. game I watched in its entirety. Well, is, that, I, I, is that weird to say? I, yeah. I bet a lot of people were like that. Like I was sort I, of tuning in and out, but yeah, that game was no. I I bet a lot of people were like, you know what? I'll watch the gold medal game, and it looked for most of the game. I imagine like it was going to be a comfortable Canada win. Uh, they were the best team through two periods, up to nothing, going to the thirds, and the Finns took over. Yeah. Those pesky Finns. The Finns were were you know the <laughs> the guys on the radio. <laughs> We're saying that the Finns were easily the best team out there in the third period. And man, if Canada would have lost that, like what a shocker that would have been. Canada you, looked really nervous too. Like they looked like, oh God, this is not going to go well. Like yeah, it, were, it was looking bad. They were like, wait, there's actually fans here right now. This is way more nerve wracking than I thought it would be. It was, um, it, it, I think the best, so you put, yeah, there was a good anecdote about how unbelievable the McTavish play was. Cause it actually, when you heard someone describe it as an incredible defensive play, it actually probably outweighed what you thought it was going to be when you saw it. Because it is it is those sort of once-in-a-lifetime moments in overtime, in a gold medal game. And I think when we look back on this, you know, historically, we'll probably remember the McTavish play more than the Kent Johnson goal. 1,000%. Right? And yeah. that's crazy because yeah. Kent Johnson scored an overtime winner, the poor Moody kid, to win a gold medal for Canada Juniors. Like, that's what kids dream of growing up. You but know what, you it's know what the McTavish pl- play. You know what play it brought back to my memory? And it's the only play I can think of um, that I would compare that to? Kirk McLean's save in 1994 against Reichel. Yeah. Against the Flames, where I was sure it was over. You know, for like that yeah. 
millisecond in your mind that you get that sense of like great disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, that's over. And your, your whole, you know, your stomach drops and your, your, your heart st- stops and you're just like, uh, and then you're like, wait a minute. I was 10 years he, old when oh, that save occurred. And it's the first memory I have of complete sports happiness. Mm-hmm. Like I it's the first thing I think of when I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. Yeah. Now there wasn't the immediate goal right. afterwards, uh, like there was in, in, in the Canada game, but of course, Pavel Bure scored later in the game to win it for, for the Canucks. That, that's kind of the only thing that I can think of that was like that. Yeah, and you know, you, you talk about how the emotions shifted so quickly. I think it was Niemela, the Maple Leafs prospect. Mm-hmm. If you There's one angle from behind the net of the camera shot where he is, he's got his arms in the air and he's yelling to celebrate because that puck, is, that, that is in, right? It's past the goalie. It's fluttering towards the net. Like the only thing that's going to stop it is, is a, a last second heroic, Midair slap, which somehow McTavish managed to get it to. So that was great. Now, this was always going to be a tough tournament to talk about and cover and apparently watch because there were so many factors working against it. Uh, the International Ice Hockey Federation, the IHF, as I like to call it, the International Hockey Hockey Federation, uh, had a press conference on Saturday prior to the gold medal game where they openly acknowledged and addressed all of the issues that plagued this tournament. Because let's be honest, outside of the McTavish moment and the Johnson goal, is there anything you're going to remember this tournament for other than all the negatives that led into it, the lack of people in attendance, and the lack of buzz around it? It's unfortunate because it had this great ending to it. And really, I feel like the players suffered. The guys that were involved in this tournament uh, really had a, a moment and a tournament taken away from them for a lot of things that were out of their control. Like They didn't yep. control COVID in the winter. Mm-hmm. They didn't control the Hockey Canada scandal, which has marred this tournament. They didn't control Hockey Canada putting these astronomical prices on so tickets. Stupid. Which why, made why no sense always, whatsoever. Why are the price? Why are the pri- why is the pricing always off on these? I don't these know because that's a Hockey Canada thing. The International Hockey Hockey Federation doesn't put the prices on that. And they made a point of saying that on Saturday. Like, this is not us. This is the host uh, organizers, and it's their event, and it's their yeah. tournament. They get to set the prices. Halfway through the tournament, when you're seeing 700 and 800 well, it's people, hard with halfway through the tournament because you've already had people pay for oh, the packages, yeah, right? So you true. can't exactly just be like, actually, it's $5 to get in. Come on, Canada, when someone else has paid big money. Uh, Mason McTavish ends as the leading point getter in the tournament and the leading point getter... By quite a bit, uh, the Anaheim Ducks prospects finished with prospects finished with 17 points in seven games and one great defensive play. Um, that was five more points than the second place scorer. Uh, Connor Bedard had eight points in seven games, which is pretty good. It tied him for ninth overall in the tournament scoring. But people are always wanting more. Sure, He wasn't uh, quite as dominant as I thought he would be. No, but you know who else wasn't dominant in his World Juniors? Like, Connor McDavid. Yeah, like true. He, he's, he's a 17-year-old kid. Um, he's still got to work on his defensive play a little bit. I mean, his uh, shot's incredible. I mean, that's yeah, you, no doubt about you that. You saw the, 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 the whippiness of the sticks How does that he do these that? young guys use. Uh, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it like really, defies physics. 
looks well, so weird. Well, it's just a it's just a super whippy stick, and I guess that's uh, that's how the, the kids are using them these days. Like, these dang I, kids and their whippy sticks. I think I'd break. I think I'd break them all because my I've just got some stone hands. And I'm like, oh, snapped another one. <laughs> There's a thousand dollars. Why is he on the ice? <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I I did see a lot of people saying that it's he's got an NHL caliber shot and release. He oh, does. Oh yeah. At oh, 17, God. he's got a better yeah. shot at than most NHL. Yeah, no, at 17 though. So imagine what happens when he gets bigger and stronger and the, faster. And they're they're terrifying. teaching kids how to how to shoot so differently now. Yeah. Like when I was growing up, they'd be like, "Here's your wrist shot." And here's your slap shot. Don't try your slap shot for a while. So just use your wrist shot. If you want, you can use a snap shot too. Mm-hmm. They have all these shooting clinics now, and like there's there are you know they're they're talking about just like the angle of your stick and yeah. which way. It's just it is so far beyond uh, what we used to be taught. And I think the technology of the sticks allows so much more to be done. They got uh, Bluetooth in them. They have Bluetooth on him. Connor Bedard has a little speaker on his stick. He was listening to the game. He was listening, yeah, he was listening to the now. game as well. <laughs> yeah. um, what else helped, happened over the weekend? Well, let's run through some of these things. So the Whitecaps were in action. They earned a, a well-deserved point one one at Real Salt Lake. That pushes them above the line, as Vanny Sartini, the gaffer, likes to say. Uh, but as you pointed out in the notes, it's going to be razor tight for this team to make the postseason. Uh, games at BC Place now for the Whitecaps, I, I don't think you're off in your notes and saying that they're pretty much must-wins. I don't think they can squander away any sort of points at home. They have four home matches remaining, uh, including this coming Saturday. Nashville, then it's followed by Colorado, Seattle, and the surprising Austin FC. So that becomes, really, it's the second part of their season. Now, the first part of the season felt like it was a lead-up to the Canadian Championship and how much emphasis they put on that, wanting to win that trophy. They did that. Now the task at hand is... Can you get yourself into the postseason for the second consecutive season and start to build a little bit of momentum where fans come to expect more, right? Because that's what we've talked about. There's been no sustained success from the Whitecaps. Getting back-to-back playoff appearances and winning that Canadian championship would go a long way in further endearing them to the market. Uh, You got anything there? Uh, well, you're just looking at all the teams that they're fighting with. They are not currently in a playoff spot right now. That belongs to the LA Galaxy, who have 34 points in 25 games. Vancouver also has 34 points, but in 27 games. So the Galaxy has two games in hand. I wonder if we'll look back on that blowout win by the Galaxy a few Terrible. weeks ago and be like, ooh, that was the deciding factor. But another team right below Vancouver is Seattle, who the Whitecaps host. In just a short time, uh, they have 33 points, but again, they have a game in hand on Vancouver. Portland has 33 points, uh, same game. So there's just a lot of teams in the mix for those final two, three playoff spots in the Western Conference. It's still there for the Whitecaps. Yep. But they have to win all their games at home. Yep. And maybe get a res- the odd result on the road. Yeah. Uh, Little Mountain at the Little League World Series. We mentioned this earlier. The Vancouver representative, the Canadian representative at the Little League World Series. Uh, they are now 2-0. What a wild victory for them over Japan in their second game. Uh, a 6 nothing victory, which you would, at the surface, think, oh, well, that was an easy victory for Canada. That game was actually scoreless through five innings, and then they exploded for all their runs in the last inning. And that's a big result because Canada now a perfect 2-0 uh, and they've outscored the opposition, Australia and Japan, by a total of 13 to nothing. So everything going right for Little Mountain at the Little League World Series. Uh, they're undefeated, and the run differential racked up as well. They play Mexico tonight, and then we're going to have the president of Little League Baseball, who's in Williamsport, 
with the team on tomorrow morning. So we'll get a recap of the game against Mexico this afternoon. Sorry, not this evening. And what they've done at the tournament thus far. But good luck to Little Mountain as they continue their run at the Little League World Series. Uh, There's still a long road to go, obviously. But a win over Mexico would put the Little Mountain team two wins from the championship game. If they lose to Mexico, it's not over. It's a double knockout format. Uh, But if they lose to Mexico, they need three wins to get to the title game, starting with our old friends from Curacao. Ah, yes. (laughs) Our history with Curacao is far too detailed for two people that have never been to Curacao and thought it was a liquor for most of the time and not a country. Where is that? Curacao? Yeah, I've I've never... Uh, The Caribbean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Central America, Caribbean, I don't even know, actually. It's one Conca- of those uh, uh, CONCACAF, CONCACAF yes. <laughs> Somewhere, it's very concacaf in the middle there. Uh, finally, I'll just mention, because we're going to talk to Dan Shulman next, uh, the Jays failed to sweep the Yankees over the weekend, but they did win three or four. They lost on Sunday. They got a little spicy between Alec Manoa, uh, Aaron Judge, and Garrett Cole. So coming up next on the Halford and Bruff Show, we will speak to the play-by-play voice of those Toronto Blue Jays, Dan Shulman. That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Keep it on the dial. Halford, Bruff, Sportsnet 650. This is the best of Halford and Bruff. Download the full show through Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the best of the day. I say you you the best. And bruff. 8.32 on a Monday. Some inspired bumper music there, Andy. Alfred Bruff, Sportsnet 650. This is the fanny pack song. I like to believe that you actually do own seven fanny packs. I'm wearing one right now. Actually, wearing two. One on the front, one on the back. It's very uncomfortable. This is in the front part. <laughs> in the back. You're sitting on a slant. <laughs> what What other fashion accessories do you have that would consider be dad-ish or fanny pack-ish? A, a Nintendo Power Glove? Actually, that's a lie. <laughs> but I've always wanted one. You can't just wear it around. Though. Yeah. <laughs> people like you weird, Pointing though. at people? I've been kicked out of several places with it on, but, you know. Do you have any jorts? Jort? I do not. Do you? Uh, yeah, I cut off some jeans, and I was like, oh, let's turn these into jorts. And then I wore them once, and I was like, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cut my jeans into pieces. These are my only jorts. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, you used to be in a band? Did yeah, you I was going to say back in the day, in my my rocking days, uh, I did have a pair or two of jorts, and I did have a can- Canadian tuxedo that I rocked once or twice. Do you? Did you ever have any any piercings? No, I have a couple tattoos, but that's it. no piercings. No piercings. Dang it! Yeah, sorry, bud. <laughs> I'm glad we got Lena coughing <laughs> on the microphone. That was hard for the course. By the way, I just want to point out that. In the studio today, there are four individuals and two gigantic bags of garbage. I don't know why. They're doing some rentals in here. But why do the bags of garbage need to stay in the studio? I brought, I brought those in for you. It feels like morning, there's no reason. Unless there's something in those garbage bags. You should go through a value. Line. Which, to be fair, at 650, you could put valuable stuff in garbage bags. Lots but of shorts. We are shorts. There's we fanny are packs. streaming, so why don't you take the bag and dump it on the desk and see what happens? Oh, I want to save that material for later in the week. <laughs> they're, the, they're, the great unveiling. The they're, unbagging. They're renovating the the studio so they can change formats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, in, in the bags why are you changing the sports net 650 signs yeah, what's this soft rock stuff in here <laughs> those should stay okay uh halford for the morning is brought to you by the delari family of Acura dealers experience the delari difference today by visiting your nearest delari Acura dealer today hour three of the program is brought to you by campbell and pound real estate appraisers trust the expertise of campbell and pound visit them on the internet at uh, campbell-pound.com Today, uh, fire up the dot matrix there, a dog. 
Dan is texting. You guys sound like you're getting to know Andy before going on a date with him. I've known Andy for years. I yeah, know his last name for a while. What's it yeah. again? Dog. <laughs> I legally changed it to dog just for you. <laughs> you thought <laughs> my parents are very mad at me. I, I'm <laughs> a people pleaser. Yeah, you thought it only it was only applicable for bounty hunters, but you too can change your name to dog legally. Okay, uh, I'm a team player. Mike, the former grad student. What I learned is that I still haven't heard one highlight about the actual golf for the live tour. Is it actually worth watching or is it just about the controversy so far? Just about the latter. Yeah. No one really cares about the competition. Or it's the on the zone in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I just thought it was on YouTube. I know they, they sometimes stream it live on YouTube and you, you can, you can cheer for your live golf team. <laughs> yeah. Your favorite live golf team. You know what? That is some, if you're into like merchandise for sports, like paraphernalia stuff, you should probably pick up some live golf stuff because I bet that'll have some like, like twenty years mm. from now you'd be like, you know what I got? Yeah, that's... I got a team. I don't even what. What are the team names in live golf? I can't even remember. Two I years went from now, them. when it goes under, it was it's like it was like the Aces. I've got an yeah. Aces hat or something uh, like that. Wasn't one called the Gleekers or something like that? It's like the roller hockey league names. Remember the, like the Vancouver Voodoo and all yeah. those teams? There was, was so many cool team names. I was gonna say I'm getting real Sacramento Gold Miners vibes off the it. Gleekers. There's the Cleeks, the Aces. No. The crushers, no. the fireballs. No. Keep going. Uh, Ironheads, the Majestics, and the Niblicks. I, the no. what? The Niblicks. Okay. I, I, I was Spell that for to, me? Uh, N-I-B-L-I-C-K-S. Niblicks. Niblicks. Yeah, we know yeah. what they, I'm not going to Google that. I'm kind of afraid, actually. <laughs> We're yeah, on a work like computer here. Punked here. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, not able to look at it on a... Work computer. That's um, <laughs> Alistair in Clearwater, what we learned, I learned that Peter Forsberg and Marcus Naslin combined for 55 points in seven games of the 1993 World Juniors, with Forsberg putting up seven goals and 24 assists, and Naslin getting 13 goals and 11 assists. Sweden did not end up winning gold that year. Yeah. I think that was Japan's fault. Yeah, Japan lost 20 to 1 to the Swedes in the round robin. Right. Uh, and they were outscored. I've got it in front of me 83 to 9. Over the course of the so tournament, tighten, shockingly, tighten they did not up defensively, guys. Yeah, I mean, it, nine goals for a team that surrendered that many goals is actually pretty impressive. Like, if they're that bad to surrender that many goals, I'm surprised they scored nine. Yeah, I'm trying to look at who they scored them against. <laughs> they did not they do well them against England. They, or something they like did that. not do well against Russia. They lost sixteen nothing. That's um, a tough one. But it's it's a, you know I, I bring this up because I, I had had no idea up until researching this that uh, I forgot that Japan was in the highest pool the highest level of the world junior tournament because right. they have the relegation and yeah, promotion yeah. and everything right um that i'm i'm a little surprised that more countries haven't become more competitive at the juniors mm -hmm. it's i mean i you know it's still the same like i know latvia had a, a little bit of a storybook run in this tournament and i know a few years ago denmark um, I think had a couple of results that went their way in there. Yeah. Yannick, Yannick Hansen was really excited. He's like, oh, Denmark did it. But right. I think um, for the large part, I'm, I am kind of surprised that there hasn't been more growth in terms of uh, raising the bar competitively. There's still a real class A and class like B. What at that. countries were you expecting to break out? Germany. Curacao. Curacao. I thought they'd one move to Europe. No, I, I Germany, mm -hmm. Switzerland, Denmark. Latvia, I, I, I don't know. Maybe they just don't have the infrastructure to do it. Um, it's almost like it's going the other direction. Like, you know, when Slovakia does Canada something- Canada and the Americans are maybe getting better. Yeah, and then it's Finland. Americans are, for and sure. And then it's Finland, Sweden, Russia, who obviously wasn't at this tournament, mm -hmm. but it just kind of remains that static 
five. I mean, I'm not anticipating like a flip in, flip out, but I yeah. just thought the it would grow a little bit more. Anyway. Um, Chayton in Surrey, what we learned, I learned it was a heck of a weekend in the world of footy from Dortmund blowing a 2-0 lead after the 89th minute. PSG scoring eight seconds into their match versus J- uh, Jonathan David's mm-hmm. Lille to win 7-1. And most importantly, Leeds demolishing Chelsea 3-0. United's shambolic start hopefully continues today. We'll cap a great weekend. There are some other big results. Didn't Bayern win big, like 7-0, 7-0 yeah. or something along those lines? Bayern are like Michael Sarah in Superbad. They're the fastest kid alive. Right. They are. They play stupid fast. Sané, Mane, Wasn't, Davies. Was, like, da- they are dumb fast. Did Davies get hurt or something? Or was he... Or am he's I just... Fine. I just I imagine that. Yeah, no, okay. he's, he's fine. He's okay. But, um, you know, okay, Chayton, sorry, I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, I, I know that we talk a lot of the footy on the show, so it, by nature, we're going to get a lot of texts about it, mm-hmm. but I have noticed, and a couple people have mentioned this kind of anecdotally, the rise of the amount of people that are paying attention to it oh, now. It's huge. It's, it's huge. crazy. I don't it's know. Okay. A dog. Do you follow it at all? No. Just football, but I, international football. You're talking in soccer. Like, no, not Yes, re- I'm talking soccer. Like soccer? Uh, not, not really, but I will say just anecdotally as well. I, I have friends and just people that I know that are way more into f- football there you go. now than they were like, say, five years ago. You and still I still call it soccer. I think that, I mean, I am assuming that has to do with the streaming and how it's internationally marketed, how well it's marketed in Canada, but it's way bigger than it used to be, for sure. Lena, what about you and your friends? Can she hear me? Does she know? Are her ears filled with gauze? I'm trying to talk to her. Hello. Hello. Amongst you and your friend, Seth, uh, have you noticed a rise in people that are paying attention to international football? No. No. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I think a lot more people know about it now. Um, just the access to games. And we've talked about this. Uh, the access is wild right now. The like access if, is crazy. You can watch any league in the world if you want. If you're you think Davies has a, was a part of that? Like, obviously, sure. big, big here and then yeah. going over there, and everyone yeah. sort of follows his transition. I bet the, there's a lot of people that didn't even know what Bayern Munich was about. World Cup qualifying right. helped in a massive way. I know, uh, again, anecdotally, we had a bunch of people text in saying, like, I was paying attention to soccer for the first time in my life just because of this team. Mm-hmm. So there's that too. But I, I don't want to like overstate it. I mean, we talk about it a lot on the show, so I think people will probably text in here as opposed to, I don't think like Canucks Central is getting like a, mil- a million footy texts during uh, the show, right? Adam, the former bath guy, what I learned, I learned that every BC Lions fan in Vancouver are now experts on an injury that they probably never heard of before the weekend. Yes. Yeah, the old Liz Frank. Liz Frank. Liz Frank. Liz Frank. Injury. Again, uh, and then we're kind of like, is it a is it a sprain or is it it's a it's a Liss Frank sprain, and that's a part of your it's a injury in your foot. Yes, um, that requires surgery for Nathan Rourke. So, and, Professor, would you say it's time for everyone to panic? Yes, I would, Kent. Uh, it is definitely time to panic about the BC Lions. It was the Lions team doctor, actually. and it, that, that was that yeah. was him. Yes, that was him. <laughs> And then he went on to explain what a Liz Frank yeah. injury is. Um, yeah, I went down. I went down. I went down a, a a real hole on that injury yesterday. Pardon? I was, an, an injury YouTube rabbit yeah, hole. I was watching like YouTube's about doctors explaining it <laughs> till, up till three. I'm just like, I, I was like, get to the point. When will he be back? <laughs> uh, it's it's not good though, and it's one of those injuries. Uh, and I've already mentioned this on the show that they they keep on saying like, if you rush this thing, it becomes a chronic injury. 
and for Nathan Rourke, who still hopefully has a long football career in either the CFL or the NFL, um, he doesn't want to deal with a chronic injury. He wants to take care of this injury, and if it means time, it means time. Yeah, that's, I mean, you had orthotic issues. That's how you get that sweet, sweet Kintec money in the door. Remember that? Yeah, exactly. Bad, you had bad feet. Maybe that's a that, that maybe that's a silver lining for Nathan Rourke and get some <laughs> Kintec money out of this. My football career is hanging in the balance. However, I got that sick orthotic money just waiting on the horizon. Minor Matt with a what we learned hashtag WW what we learned. Apparently, it's okay to wear socks with slides now, but I still think slides are flip flops. One, no. There's no the, the flip flop is clearly defined by the piece of material that goes through your big toe. And I think we're far too old to be talking about this with any sort of you know. You know authority. the difference between a flip flop and a slide. They're not interchangeable. Yeah. You have if it's a flip flop, it's got the piece of material that goes between. What's the toe next to your big toe called? I don't know. The commander. <laughs> <laughs> the what? The com- commander. I don't know. That's you're, a live. Well, the, that's the a big live toe golf tour. There, you <laughs> just made that up. Is the big, big toe is the captain, so this it would stand reason the second biggest the sergeant. Ones. Maybe sure. <laughs> hey, Sarge, I broke sergeant. All your my, fingers my, are I've known. Never, I've never been yeah. in the army, right? so I all your the fingers have like clearly defined like finger rolls. Yeah, maybe right? that's your yeah. index toe. Do they do that with feet? Toes toe don't it? matter. Toes don't matter. No. Can we get a toe doctor on the show? All digits matter, Lena. All digits matter. What's why? No, there's got to be names for all your toes, right? I'm gonna Google this. Yeah, I would imagine. Right? Am I, I wrong? Also, add Crocs are in with socks. Well. They've made a re- resurgence Crocs with socks. Without with... socks, they're in. Yeah, Crocs with socks. It look like young people look like they just got out of like prison or something. Like they were walking around. I feel like the dad That's look sad. is in for the youth, but if you're a dad and you have the dad look, it's not cool. Right. It's not ironic. It's just your dad. Yeah. You're, 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 you've sad. leaned too far. Do you have the update on the toe? Google just says it's called Morton's toe. That, <laughs> I think that's a disease, Andy. Be, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I think you googled the totally wrong thing. I don't think you got this right. Oh whatsoever. yeah, that's, that's what like, This little piggy. That's yeah. where your second toe is bigger than your first toe, so it's freakishly large. Yeah, you got a Morton's toe. Yeah, you've taken this <laughs> nice in a direction toe I, didn't there, bud. I didn't want to do Morton toe shaming, but that is weird <laughs> when you've got it. Hopefully, nobody I have here the has names. it. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, good. Big toe is called the Helix. Second toe, literally called long toe. Long toe. Long there toe. we go. Yeah. Third toe, middle toe. Right. Yeah, fourth toe. toe, ring toe. Ring toe. That's where I wear my rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and well, fifth toe is little toe or pinky toe. I feel mm. like they just gave up after naming the fingers. They're just like, yeah. just give them the toes. Well, the what same are we going to call the second one? I don't know. Long toe. It's fine. Yeah. 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 What happens if it's bigger than your big toe? Uh, <laughs> call it Morton. I don't know. I got to go. I'm tired. <laughs> I okay. think my, my, my long toe is bigger than, longer than my, uh, my big toe. So you got a Morton toe? Uh, is that a Morton toe? Yeah. Oh, okay. You should see a doctor right away. Yeah, we that's, can... <laughs> that's actually signs that you, you want to do some. Yeah. We could we could do like some sort of charity walk for you, or like a GoFundMe for your Morton's toe. It'd be ironic know. to do the walk though, wouldn't it? It's like, true. I can't even walk. We sure what a worry you are. He keeps tri- tripping over his long toe. Uh, okay, uh, Marty the Red. What we learned per Rick Dollywall, Lecker Amaki was battling mono, and the decision to play at the Worlds was a late decision. That's yeah, the Rick Sing disease. <laughs> Rick Dollywall. Just tweeted this out. Not many know La Karamaki was battling mono and the decision to play the Worlds was a late decision. Um, I, I didn't know is that. This, is this his, oh, the Swedish coach, Thomas Monten, mm-hmm. um, that Rick was texting with on the play of La Karamaki. Um, Thomas goes, he was only okay. He is skilled and had some good luck on our, good looks on our power play. There's always uh, typos on Dollywell's tweets, so you got to really read them carefully. Mm-hmm. 
and he had some assists, but to be a force and a producer in five on five versus top players, he has a bit of ground to cover. Maybe mono was an issue there. Um, but I guess in a few months he's going to get a chance, uh, to do it again at the world juniors where he'll be expected to play a bigger role as the world juniors returns to the traditional, you know, starting boxing day and ending in the new year format. Uh, Maury, the mill guy, hashtag WWL, what we learned. What I learned is that Fubo is a weird app. It's not the classic on-demand we're used to. You have to technically record games or programs you want to watch. Then it basically works as an on-demand service. Also, they have King of Queens. Is that a selling point? Is King of Queens good? I never watched Wait, it. Wait, so this is a soccer app that also just happens to have King of Queens? Fubo's not a soccer app. Fubo's a TV app. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's I've got a lot of, of weird random I've never heard of Fubo before. Have you ever heard of Cheddar TV? No. It's from the UK. Yeah, it's a bunch of, yeah, they've got that. They've got a bunch of weird random programming. All the Paramount Network stuff, like all the tattoo disaster followed by tattoo cover up, all those shows, they've got all those. It's it's just the random mismatch of programming. None of it seems to make sense. Do you guys want to know the show that I got very into during my vacation? What? Have you ever seen the show Stuck? Nope. On TLC. Uh, what is that? It is basically about things, people that get stuck in places. Things yeah. that are stuck. In your body. Oh, God. Oh. And doctors take them out. It was I a million, million to one shot, Doc. <laughs> I didn't think that would, that's what it would be about. It so was. They filmed them taking it out? Incredible. Who allows let me tell someone you, to film them? Let yeah. me tell you, the earwax part was oh. very interesting. Um, oh, God. So is it the patients or is it the doctors that are on stuck? Like, are, are, are people willingly going to share their stories about something embarrassing being lodged in their body and then removing yeah, it? Yeah, they're it? out there. They don't even blur their faces. Like, <laughs> here, here it is. Here's the description. Uh, welcome to the world of stuck objects, such as an insect in an ear. Keep going. I can't. We yeah. all know where this is going. I mean, I know what's right? going to happen as Anyone? soon as no, 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 I, I can't fall awkwardly onto something. I it's, call a camera it's, crew. Yeah, I, 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 I can't read it. Uh, you can Google fine. it yourself. Uh, basically, doctors try to pry out objects. <laughs> <laughs> you got stuck on this. This is the, this is the show well, you got I into. I started watching this. He got stuck on stuff. There's all those things on TLC. It was just like how many like, hours did you watch before? Did you ever watch like the the Doctor Pimple Popper or whatever? Pimple no. Popper MD. Yeah, Pimple, yeah like yeah. that's that's just interesting stuff. That might be my new garbage TV episode. Stuck. I I'm not surprised. <laughs> what I'm, else is stuck in there? <laughs> I bet I know where that got stuck. Um, I, I watched, I actually spent some time over my vacation watching stuff because I don't normally, like, I don't like streaming things. So I saw- You actually watched things? Yeah, I, I usually don't. Yeah, no, you're yeah, brutal no, with I'm that. not a watcher. <laughs> Alfred, have, watcher. Alfred, have you seen a TV show or movie in the last 20 years? <laughs> nope. It's, it's, it's awful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched the um, Woodstock 99 documentary the one on netflix not the hbo mm -hmm. one i've seen the hbo one but i haven't seen the netflix one yeah it i, I actually forgot one how popular corn was they were huge yeah that not the blew vegetables. my the mind blew my mind how popular they yeah, were freak on a leash man and and, lip, and i forgot at the time how many people willingly embraced and openly liked limp biscuit oh yeah they, they, were, became oh, they were huge a, they became a punchline not long after but like i kind of like that song I, I i did it all for the nookie uh-huh yeah, no, I did it all I for the cookie. Yeah. The I, I, cookie I, I, monster one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A much better rendition. I yeah. remember. I, I remember being time. like, 
That's a pretty good song. Um, oh, when I was in high tragic, school, there was a hip tour that. Tour, what? I think the hip played that to that festival they, too. Oh, I thought you mean they covered Nookie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the crossover. Nobody <laughs> asked for. Tragically hip covering Limp Bizkit. I don't Gord, know. Gord, uh, listen to this new metal for a moment. See if you'd like to cover this. Um, it, I, they the, were huge for two or three years when I was in high school. And, anyway, Bizkit, the sure. the f- some of the footage that they have just of some of the crowd stuff, not the really awful, unsavory uh, criminal activity. The the mass of humanity, yeah, moving the way that it does when the the new metal bands get on stage is crazy to like watch. The mosh pits, or just... it's not even that. Like there's there's swaths of thousands of people. Oh, it rules! Moving like six feet in any direction collectively, like yeah. a like a, a murder I, of crows, played, but humans. I've, back in the day, I, I played warp tours, and seeing crowds of that size move in unison is just, it's almost so you like, might, that I, must I, be I, th- a, I think insane. you're thinking of sparrows. Yeah, either <laughs> way. They all, work, they all work together? That's that, cool. That must have been intoxicating for you, because they were talking about it, like Jonathan oh, Davis, who I'm assuming, uh, maybe, he's not, maybe he does drugs in his life, maybe he hasn't, but he said there's like no other drug on the planet than being up there in front of that oh, many no. people. It's insane. Yeah, and you're see moving, that many you're people moving, moving to your music everywhere. Is in, in, yeah. Unreal. Okay. Um, so that, I watched that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Better Call Saul? You see Better Call Saul? I saw the oh, end of Better Call Saul. Oh, so good. Yeah, I was very- I'm saving that for next week. I've got them all on the PVR. Oh, we won't spoil it for Don't you. talk Fantastic. to me about it. <laughs> don't, don't talk about and the show. And in the end. <laughs> yeah. You know what? He he does not call Saul in the end. No, I'm um, gonna go watch Breaking Bad now because that's it's it's so good it changed Breaking Bad for me. We can't talk about it if he hasn't seen it. I don't want to spoil. Well, it. Well, we won't him. say any more than that. Um, finally, the Manti Teo documentary. Oh, you watched that? Did yeah, you? which is another one where you just look back and you're like, I can't believe how crazy that was. Yeah. What was your take on it? Uh, like the documentary, how did uh, Manti Teo come across? Um, Do you remember when the Deadspin story first came out? Yep. The insinuation was that he was in on it. Yes, and his sexuality was being openly questioned to the point right. where he did that interview with Katie Couric, where he came out and he was like almost. She chucked. asked him, didn't she? Yeah, she, she like, and then he he looks back on that. And he's like, I really wish I didn't do that interview. Uh, I felt really bad for the guy. Yeah. Um, it was very clear that he was super sheltered and super naive. You you get the sense that he's a genuine like that was the worst part was you got the sense that he was a genuinely good person yeah and I'm not usually like I'm not uh, very schmaltzy and feely right like I'm pretty caustic and uh, you some would say negative in most mm-hmm. of my thoughts but get I actually I actually felt like that was a a genuinely good person that got really screwed over and if you want to talk about the, I mean I hate bringing it back to finances but he he clearly didn't get drafted in the first round like he was supposed to. Because of that. Because yeah. if you remember, that came out like right before the draft and mm. the combine. And he, he just remember saying, he's like, my life just got... Now, it's hard to feel bad for someone that like, at a certain point, you're like, really? Like, none of this was raising red flags for you when, you know, uh, some of these instances and these developments were happening with your online relationship. It's it's a, it's a crazy to look back yeah, on well, 10 years yeah, later. You wanted to believe it, right? You wanted to believe and it. And I think and... he got caught in something where the story was so majestic. And a lot of people said, like, look, part of the reason that they had that magical season and he had this magical run where he was a defensive player nominated for the Heisman was because of this emotional st- And Notre Dame and Rudy and the gold helmets and win one for the Gipper and all that mystique and nostalgia and mythology. It was it was interesting to watch. I just you feel terrible for the guy at the end of I love I the anyway. I love the Dunbar Lumber text line because I like to think about the shows that come on after us and have to see yeah. our, the text inbox and like the different conversations. So 
Here's one, just a text. My 600-pound life. And then the next text comes in. I went to WrestleMania in Seattle and Limp Biscuit performed there. That Bob fits. and Nanaimo. Uh, another text. It's not sparrows. It's starlings. It's really good to just read them out of context if you're yeah, coming yeah. in the next show. I was like, what were they talking about for three hours? Yeah. yeah. Well, we were talking about, I, I was, yeah, I was wrong on that. It's not sparrows. It's the, the, the birds, you know, that move in a, in the, like a, looks like a cloud of. Starlings. 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 Not sparrows. Starlings. Not I, crows, I'm, not sparrows, but starlings. Now, did we all learn something in that segment? I feel like we really lived up to the ethos of what we learned. That was my what we learned, yeah. Yeah, we learned a lot today. I think it was good. But I now, like the show Stuck. Yeah, I, I didn't want to learn about that, but Bruff forced me to. I may watch it. I, I, like, I'm a watcher guy now. You know, I'm you excited know the, to be part of society. <laughs> I love the teasers. Like, you'll never guess what was stuck in this <laughs> next lady. Yeah. So, <laughs> people who look like things. <laughs> Maybe another candle every now and then. Okay, we got we to gotta get out of here for now, but we will be back tomorrow with more of the same hijinks that you heard today, but we got to go home. Signing off, uh, I have been Mike Halford. He has been Jason Bruff. He's been A-Dog. She's been Leaner. This has been the Halford and Bruff Show on Sportsnet 650. This is the best of Halford and Bruff. Download the full show through Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.